0: Welcome to the Emotionally Intelligent Parenting Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pinto, and I'm a mum of two and a wife to one here in Sydney, and I love all things emotionally intelligent parenting. I'm an award winning coach and a best selling author, an international speaker, and of course, a podcaster, which is why you're here. But before we begin, I want to acknowledge the Darug Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I live, work, and record this podcast. I pay my respects to all First Nations people, elders, and ancestors, and I acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and stand in solidarity towards a shared future. Guys, I have such a cool episode for you today. This is actually a question that came out of my community on Facebook. I know a lot of you are in the Let's Raise Emotionally Intelligent Kids group, and so I thank you for that, and you guys are probably loving the posts that we put up um, all the time, every day. (laughs) There's literally like We post about three times a day, my team and I. And I remember just before or around the time I started this podcast, I said, what are some questions you want me to answer? What are those burning questions or those things that are frustrating you? Why does my child do this? What do I do when they won't do that? Anyway, so one really great question came up um, a few times. And this is actually something that I help coach a lot of parents on because it is such a common and sometimes very frazzling and frustrating um, thing that we experience as parents. So the question that came out from the Facebook group was, what do you do when you and your partner on, are on different pages of the parenting book? <laughs> and I've had parents who literally explained to me that they are on different pages of different books at opposite ends of the library and they are so far apart in their parenting approach and it kills them and so i want to say like firstly i'm with you guys you know i am so with you because i've experienced that my husband and i came from totally different approaches and we saw things so differently and it was and is it was and is still a journey we're still finding out about each other and our Um, our values and the way we see things and how to get on the same page like we have moments as well just like everyone and so um, I've written down a few points that I really want to make sure I get across so that I can give you all some some things to think about and I think reflect on that might just bring down the heat of some of those moments when you think about you know interactions and things that go on with your your partner or your husband or your wife, whoever it is, your co-parent. Um, and yeah, I really want I to, th- I think this is going to be really helpful. So as I said, this question came from Facebook. So please, you know, always send me your questions. I would love to answer them on here. And um, in time in the new year, we're going to have on some pretty incredible guest speakers on the podcast. So that's exciting, but send me questions. I would love to be able to answer them as best I can. I'm no, you know, I'm not going to say I'm an expert and will answer perfectly every question. So, um, probably as we go, I'm going to be talking about, um, you know, partner slash co-parent slash husband, wife, spouse, um, ex, you know, all of that, all of that kind of language. You guys are, you know, you guys know, I'm basically talking about the other parent in the relationship or the other caregiver. (laughs) There's so many terms. So yes, I get this question a lot. I have experienced it myself and I'm so proud in a way to say that so much of the time now, my husband and I get each other and we're on the same page and we still may go about things differently, right? Like we have the same ideals and um, we know what we want for our kids and we know how we want to raise them. But of course we have our different methods or approaches we we kind of get to the same way a little bit differently we get to the same goal a bit differently and i think that's okay so i'm going to mention a bit later but i'll sort of just say it now there's a caveat on you know, if we're talk we're not talking I'm not talking here about when there is abuse, physical or emotional abuse and that is going on, that's when we have to do something that we have to either in the moment or later to someone else speak up and get some support and make some changes and sometimes do do drastic things. If that is happening, I'm not talking about that stuff here. I'm just talking about when your partner or co-parent is not on the same page and they're not doing emotionally intelligent parenting or conscious parenting or gentle parenting. And that really frustrates you. So this is kind of, I just want to put that in the context here. <laughs> so I want to actually tell a story of a beautiful mom who I worked with a while ago. And she told me this story um, of when her husband was really angry with the kids, Um, not in a good place. The kids were not listening to him. He had asked them to, you know, pick up their toys and tidy up, put stuff away, and they didn't. And so she said he grabbed a garbage bag and basically yelled at the kids, anything that is not up off the floor now, I am putting in the bag and is going in the bin. (laughs) So you can imagine the crying and the sobbing. And she described like feeling for herself feeling frozen, not knowing what to do, you know, in those moments where you don't want to inflame the situation and sometimes you feel like maybe speaking up will do that. So I totally get that. And I think, um, I absolutely do not. I I was like, I don't blame you. You know, who wants to go against someone in that fit of rage and with that level of emotion of emotion coming out and yet you feel pulled because your kids are copying it and they're getting yelled at or, you know, told off or whatever it is. So that's kind of the, the rough story of what was happening with her. And I want to come back to that. But I, I want to sort of mention a few things as to why we often feel this. I'm just going to do like a blanket kind of statement of usually we're the, if you're listening to this podcast, you're the parent who is learning about emotional intelligence or a different way of parenting and the other person isn't. So that's, that's generally like what we're looking at here. Okay. (laughs) So number one, this is one of the reasons why we feel so maybe hurt or angry ourselves or resentful is because most of the time we are the ones doing the work, the quote unquote work. We are doing the learning. We're listening to podcasts or we're reading books and things like that. Maybe we're doing courses, parenting courses, we're doing the work and we see that they aren't. So even that comparison makes us go, you don't know what you're talking about, you're doing it wrong, like we go into that blaming, shaming kind of mentality, and they're not doing the work that we are, and we can see the impacts of that. You know, we see that things begin to be calmer and more connected with our kids when we parent this way, and we can see it's almost like our brain will laser in on those arguments that our Co-parent causes and, um, and inflames and makes worse and escalates. And, and we think, no, you're doing it wrong. It's because you're doing blah, blah, blah. You don't know. So we can really ourselves um, get inflamed and feel really frustrated because we see that difference. Right? We see the gap between what we're doing and what they're not. And that, that builds resentment. You know, we often think, why aren't you doing this with me? We should be doing it together. We have these kids. It's important right? Something I want you guys to think about is that the other person in your kid's life, so husband, wife, partner, whoever, they have had an infinite number of different experiences to you from like day dot when they were born to now. So it could be like 30, 40 years, right? They have had different experiences They have had a completely different childhood to you. They grew up in a different family to you. They may have even grown up in a different culture. I don't know if I have mentioned, I'm sure I have mentioned this on the podcast. So my family's English and my husband's is Portuguese. So we have a very different culture, (laughs) right? So a different culture is what this other person has or a um, a different childhood, a different upbringing. So they will have different experiences and different ways that they see, um, what we would, what we might call misbehavior or kids not meeting our expectations, kids not doing what we ask them to do or what we need them to do, or kids reacting in certain ways. Your co-parent is literally seeing your children in a different way. They're seeing, they're basically seeing different kids to you. There's a beautiful quote by Stuart Shanker, see a child differently and you will see a different child. And this actually goes for people too. I bet you have looked at your partner or your husband, whoever it is, and on one day, you see your partner one way. And so you see a loving, caring, kind person, you know, that you love to the end of the earth, and you wanna grow old with them. And on another day, or even in another moment, something happens, or they do something, or you're in a terrible mood, and, and then you see the same person in a very different way, they're lazy, they don't help me, they never think of me, it's all on my shoulders, you know, and then you see a, a rude, lazy husband, I don't know, <laughs> that you don't want to grow old with. <laughs> so it it is so true for our kids that when we see a child differently, we will literally see a different child. And no surprises that the person who, I, I think of this for me, I have done a lot of um a lot of work a lot of learning i've trained i've got certifications you know i did a 4 year university degree in speech pathology so a lot about child development a lot about the brain a lot about communication i have done other training and you know i won't go into it but look at all the all the experiences and the knowledge that i have in this particular area around kids so when when i see my kids Melting down or being uncooperative or digging their heels in or not picking up their toys, I see them in a very different way. Well, I did to what my husband did. Now, as I said, we're much more on the same page. Um, a lot of parents are not because one parent will be doing this work, the other hasn't. And so, of course, how could that other parent see the situation the same as us? And then respond similarly to us. It's all—it's wild. Why would they? They wouldn't. <laughs> of course they're going to see a rude, bratty little kid who needs punishment. Maybe because that was the way they were raised and that, quote unquote, worked for them. They turned out fine. You know, it wasn't a big deal. That's just how things were. Everyone does it. And they're not looking in the research, at the research and at all the new information and, and the outcomes of the fact that a lot of people now are in therapy or are not dealing with their emotions and, and are breaking up and marriages are breaking down and all that stuff, no wonder they don't see that. And so they're not going to respond the same way as we do. I know I'm harping on about this, but I want it I, I kinda want to drill it in. I hope it makes sense because the thing is, as I said, that if we if our partner saw our kids the same way that we did, they would see them differently, they would respond differently, they that expectation gap would close a little bit, you know, they would be more helpful, compassionate. If we saw our partner that way, if we understood about all this stuff I'm talking about and explaining about, oh my God, no wonder we would start to see them differently as a person, maybe an an adult, who is doing the best that they can with the level of knowledge that they have for the circumstances that they're in. That's another big thing, right? The circumstances that we're in, I want to go back to that story in a moment of um, the wife and the husband and the garbage bags and the toys. <laughs> and so um, the the mum had said to me, she went to him. She didn't, uh, you know, interrupt and intervene because she knew or she felt that that would have been, you know, exploded the situation. However, she spoke to her kids and she said, to to help them and help them understand and she said um later i went to go see my husband and he was he was quiet he was exhausted he was resting you know he he did not look in a good mood and she said i simply put my hand on his shoulder and said some she said something like i love you like something really it wasn't about the garbage bags and the toys it wasn't about how dare you get your shit together <laughs> wasn't that um but it was just really this compassionate like this is not you um you know we'll get through this and we'll talk about this that kind of hey you know I'm on your team and again I go back to that caveat that is not you know it's probably not how we're gonna deal with if there's you know abuse and and things that we really need to work on and and change but in moments where maybe you're just on a different page and your, like I said, partner is making different decisions and and to you, how can we meet that with love? I'm going to get more in-depth into this in a moment, but how can we not, like, get them to put their walls up and just argue and clash because that never works? Um, and she said the next day he was remorseful, he apologised, he explained that wasn't okay. I had so much on at work and all these things were going, everything that could go wrong, did go wrong. And so again, it's not to excuse it, but it's to say, look, what happened, like we all have those moments when the world is crashing down, everything is black and we, you know, can't get out under the rock, you know, so sometimes just giving some compassion and then working through it and having conversation and problem solving. And what can we do next time? Blah, blah, blah. We all know that stuff, right? So, A couple of things I want you guys to take away is that we all genuinely believe our way is the right way, right? I do and you do and your partner does. So we have those beliefs that we cling to because that is how our brain works. And it is very hard to change people's beliefs, even especially you. So this is something that I don't know if you want to write this down. This is like groundbreaking for me and has been for a lot of the parents I coach you cannot get someone to change their beliefs and their behavior by force. You cannot do that. It will not work. You will hit up against a brick wall, like a solid rock. You, it will bounce off. They will dismiss. They will ignore. They will minimize. They will find reasons against. No, it, it, we know that doesn't work, right? And I want you to think about what you truly believe to be right. Imagine someone who vehemently argues their point to you to try and get you to change their mind. Your walls go up, like boom, from the ground, walls go up. You're like, nope, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. So here are a last couple of thoughts that I want to share with you. This um, quote I stole from Dr. Donna Matthews. She's an author. She's a developmental psychologist. She's incredible. I heard her say this and it's stuck with me ever since. I didn't steal it. Like I obviously reference her. (laughs) But in relation to exactly what we're talking about, she has said, show your partner the empathy and compassion you wish that they'd have with your kids. How powerful is that? Show your partner the empathy and compassion that you wish they would have with your kids. So when they are erupting or when they're being too harsh or when they're punishing them or they're telling them off um, or they're making fun of their emotions or, you know, doing those things that you're like, no, stop it. Like, how dare you, you are so wrong. Like what is wrong with you? Come back to that. I think come back to that quote. It is so powerful. It is not helpful to interrupt and to interject in the moment. What that does is essentially shows that you're undermining the other parent. Which no one likes that feeling. No one likes that happening in in the heat of the moment, in the situation, in front of the kids. You know, have if you can, and if it is not dangerous and things as we talked about, can you hold on to that? Dial up your emotional intelligence. Hold on to that. Manage your emotions. Say whatever mantra to yourself you have to say this isn't an emergency, we can deal with this later. Um, talk to them about it, ask them when can we talk about this, you know, later. I would not talk about it in the heat of the moment, you're just going to get something, you know, thrown back because of the anger or frustration or whatever. Pick a time, ask when is a good time, have a conversation when you're connected and close with them, maybe later when the kids have gone to bed and, and you know, you're able to open that non-judgmentally, but saying what you've noticed and what you've noticed works with the kids and. Maybe that you've read this thing or you've listened to this podcast. It's not a lecture, but it's hey, I've noticed and I wonder if we can. And you know, the other day when I did this, it actually really helped. So there are ways in which we can bring some awareness to that other person, but in a really non judgmental, sharing, curious way, not from the place of I'm going to do this and try and get you to change your mind and get you onto my side. No. Sometimes we just have to accept that we are different people. We have different methods and different approaches. And on the whole, like overall, your kids will be okay. We are not aiming for perfect parenting here. We are not aiming for a perfect childhood. I'm sorry it doesn't exist. I had to like swallow that pill myself. (laughs) Even with the work I'm doing and all the stuff I do around parenting and emotional intelligence. uh, I know that in a few years when my kids are older, they're going to be like, mom, why did you do that? And that hurt me. And you never know. You never realized. And I'll be like, oh, I thought I was doing good. (laughs) So we've got to let that go. I hope you guys found this interesting and really helpful and insightful. Please send me your feedback. Please, you know, write us an email. Uh, You can send it to hello at stephaniepinto.com. So that's super easy. Just send it through. If you have questions for the podcast, please send them there or put them in the Facebook group. Um, I'm going to do my best to answer a bunch. And I think that's going to be really helpful because no surprises, a lot of us have the same struggles and challenges as other people, no matter where in the world you are. So send those through. And just quickly before I finish up, if you have not been on the resources page of my website, holy moly, you need to get on there. We have um, a bunch of free resources a bunch of resources that are about $5 Australian. That's Australian. So it's like, I don't know, $3, $4 US. There are some that are $10. A lot of them are on sale. There are checklists. There are parent guides. There are posters. I've got affirmations for kids, how to defuse meltdowns, help I'm a shouty parent. What do I do when my kids are hitting, um, how to raise emotionally intelligent kids. And a lot of great, amazing other resources that, as I said, are super cheap, if not free. And you can download them, save them, print them as many times as you like. And they are really, really powerful. I like jam-pack them with information. So go on my website, have a look for those. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's just stephaniepinto.com resources. So again, a really easy link. Jump on there, have a look around. And um, I invite you to see what calls out to you, download them, and let me know if you love them. All right.